Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Ghost Nobody here, ready to bring you Chapter 40 of Radiance, my Fallout fan fiction. This is probably going to be my last chapter before Christmas, what with it only being six days away. And I do hope you're all going, you know, all set, all ready to go and meet family or loved ones or everything else, because let's never forget that that's kind of what Christmas is about. Setting aside the religious element of it all and the gifts and everything else, it's about being family and with those we love. So take this moment to just remember that, you know, take the people in your life that you, you love you and you love and remind them of that, regardless of who they are, just show them that you love them, because at the end of the day there's going to come a point in your life where you wish you had, and if you did it, you'll never have a regret, don't live with that, trust me, it ain't pleasant. So, as always, if you can like, sub- share, subscribe to this Whatever you can, leave me feedback wherever you can, either fanfiction.net, archiveofourown.org, or even on my own website, ghostnobody.com. It's all well appreciated. Show us some Christmas love, you know, leave a comment here or there. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show, shall we? Oh, and first the usual legal disclaimer, I don't own Fallout, the bugs, the glitches, the game-breaking, complete and utter quest fuck-ups. I'll leave that to Bethesda, and then I'll charge you some, you know in-game currency for a set of horse armour. But I just take the crazy tales myself, and I'll armour them too. Let's get on with the show. Chapter 40. The Thread That Binds Malachi couldn't believe this was actually happening to him. He currently laid flat on his back with all eight of his legs stuck in the air, and nestled right between them was the most beautiful female he'd ever seen in his life. And in essence, it was really nothing to do with the beautiful shell that she was currently inhabiting. It was her soul that was beautiful. Never in his life has someone been so aggressively honest about their feelings with him. She'd basically told him outright, I think you're beautiful, as soon as she got the ability to act upon the feelings. That I have, then I will. And as soon as she'd been able to, she was now true to her word. The second she'd had a body of her to call her own, she'd done just that. Now this incredible woman was showering his face, neck and chest with kisses, sending shivers of pleasure throughout his entire body. He also couldn't believe just how easily he'd fallen head over spinnerets in love with her. She was just such a pure and passionate person. He truly believed it when she said it, that there was nothing in the world that she would not do to protect him or to make him happy. Malachi had always wondered to himself what love would feel like and what shape it would come in. Or what face it would even wear when it found him. He'd never in his life imagined that it would truly not even have a face, but would be a cloud made entirely of golden sunshine and true joy. Wisp's hands were unbuttoning his shirt buttons now, which was when she reached the bottom, exposed his entire humanoid torso to her. She wasted zero time reaching inside and running her surprisingly warm hands right across his stomach and chest. Now Malachi was under no illusions that he was not as well built as a few of the males of his race. He didn't have a full or six or eight pack stomach muscles that these males had. If anything, he had a little round belly that, while flat, didn't have the definition that these muscle boys did. Though he was still pretty strong, thanks to his arachnid genes giving him what muscle he did have, some serious denseness to it. How can you be so perfect for me? It was like some god or goddess somewhere looked in on me when I was in my darkest place and decided, you know what, 
I'm going to make you a boy. And when you see him, you'll fed fall head over heels in love with him. And you'll look at every inch of him with more want than you've ever known in your life. You will worship every inch of him and relish him like he's the sweetest treat you've ever known. You will taste every inch of him and it will drive you crazy. You will make you touch him and it'll make your hands buzz and wish for more and more. The sound of his voice will make you crave him. The sweet, earthy, musky scent of him will light your fire and your heart and your loins aflame. Your every sense will yearn for him. And now here you are, right in front of me. I simply don't have the words to tell you how happy I am. Wisp said softly as she made a point of leaning in to nibble on his pointy little ear, sending an explosion of electric tingles right through his head and caught his breath right in his chest. I feel the exact same way about you, my love. You're everything I've ever wanted, but had no clue that I truly needed as well. But I do. I need you. Truly, I do. He said, and she beamed from ear to beautiful ear, taking his hand in hers and entwining her fingers with his. And the pair of them just reveled in how beautifully contrasting their skin tones were and how they swirled together. Wisp very slowly removed his shirt from under him and then his undershirt from his body as well, leaving him as naked as the day he was hatched, laid on the bed before her, with his heart hammering in his chest, hoping that she really liked what she saw. God, you're beautiful, my Malachi. I'm going to relish every single second of this, she purred softly. I hope so. I really want you to enjoy me, he said in a soft, shy voice. Suddenly her expression changed, and a look of concern passed through her bright, beautiful, synthetic eyes. I hope you don't think this is all for me, my love. This is for both of us. I want you to enjoy every single second of this as much as me. I'm going to do everything I can to make you feel as good as I can, she said, strophily choking his face. Her words made his heart flutter like a cazador's wings in his chest, while also making it swell. Here, I unwrapped my beautiful present, and now it's time for you to unwrap yours. So come on, my little fluffy bum, let those nimble fingers of yours explore me, she said, taking him and kissing each finger letting him relish the warm feeling of her mouth one finger at a time. Once she gave him his hands back, he reached up and began to unbutton every button of the military fatigues that he'd modified to her. He also couldn't help but admire his handiwork here. He'd done very good work making these clothes fit her incredibly well, though unbeknown to her, he'd also slightly modified them so he sh- they showed off her more feminine assets. So a little tighter around the rear end around the hips and chest, than they technically needed to be. He just really couldn't help himself. He was still a hot-blooded male at the end of the day, who liked the shape of a well-proportioned female, and Wisp's new body was very well-proportioned indeed, and he liked to look. His fingers were trembling as he pulled the fatigue jacket away from her and threw it into the same pile his clothes had gone into. Then he ran his hands over her hips and was delighted that he felt a slight tremor pass through her entire body. He also couldn't believe just how completely real, to the point that he couldn't tell the difference, her flesh was. He hooked his fingers into the hem of her shirt and lifted it up over her head, leaving her in just her bra, and as his eyes roamed up from her hips to her face, he found a beaming smile at him. You like what you see, my sweet one, 
she purred softly. V very much, he stammered. Well then, let's show you some more, shall we? She said, taking his hands and moving them around her back and hooking his fingers into her bra straps, letting him run them along until he found the clasps. The smile widened with every inch they moved until at its zenith he flicked the clasp with practised skill as he'd repaired God knows how many of these things over the years. As the bra fell away, Wisp's teardrop-shaped ebony-skinned breast fell free, revealing that her nipples worked just like real ones, as they were hard like little fleshy bullets on her chest. Before he could pull them back, she grabbed his hands and placed them over her beautiful breasts, letting the flesh utterly fill his hands and spreading them between her fingers so it bulged out between them like fleshy butter. He could feel those hot little flesh bullets digging into his palms, and together they gasped. Him at the feelings that this simple beautiful act tore from his soul, and she from the wondrous shot of pleasure that rippled through her from the divine friction of having her breasts squeezed and her nipples rubbing against his palms. Wisp closed her eyes and seemed to savour the sensations, running through her to Malachi, decided to press this, by gently firmly squeezing her breasts, forcing her nipples to rub back and forth between his fingers, and to his delight, Wisp made an incredibly cute little squeak noise of pleasure upon seeing one of those flesh bullets pop out between his fingers. He had a devilish idea. With that, he leaned forward and gave it a little lick before popping it fully into his mouth. Wisp seemed to short-circuit, making a whole host of squeaks and squeals, and for a dreadful moment Malachi thought he'd actually hurt her. But then when she grabbed his head and held it in place, he realised to his heart's sheer relief that he was making her feel incredibly good. While his lips were still attached to her breast and planting sucking kisses on his nipple, Wisp grabbed his hands and moved them to her waist so he could feel her waistband of her pants. He ran his hands around until he found the centre, and then he began trying to undo them while focusing all six of his eyes on her pleasure-filled face. He managed to still his fingers long enough to flip open the toggle and unzip her flies, and with that he gently pulled his head away from her breast before stand, letting her stand up over him. Being very careful to plant her feet in between the joints of his legs and not accidentally stand on them. As she did, she turned around so she was facing away from him, and gave him a perfect view of her back and rear end. She smiled slightly at him over her shoulder. Care to do the honours, my little sugar spider? She purred softly. Malachi's heart skipped a beat as he leaned forward and gripped her waistband. As he began to pull, he realised he'd inadvertently hooked her underwear as well, which resulted in the whole lot being pulled right down to her ankles as the fabric slipped effortlessly over her ebony smooth skin. This surprised Malachi, and when he looked up he found his face inches away from her bare rear end, and it was like looking at a perfectly shaped ebony love heart made of flesh right before his face, which made all six of his eyes blink at exactly the same time. He felt eyes upon him, and he looked up, saw wisps smiling down at him underneath her arm. I'll ask again, do you like what you see, my little sugar legs? She asked playfully, and once again Malachi answered, very much, he said, feeling a little dry-mouthed, which, considering his mouth was watering at the sight before him, confused the other living fuck out of him. 
Riss seemed to see this too and she giggled. She'd already taken her boots off and now with a little dance and a swift kick, her trousers and underwear joined the rest of their clothes in a heap on the floor next to the bed before she turned around and this time facing him directly. Good. I'm glad. I really think I lucked the fuck out by finding this little treasure here. So at least I get to thank the Enclave for that. Once again, their stupidity and arrogance saved the day. They're probably not as thankful as you, eh, my little sugar spider? She said, moving once again to rest her weight on his abdomen by straddling it. Malachi just couldn't take his eyes off her. All six of them were roaming every single inch of her like he was trying to commit her to his memory as an in-depth detail as he could. But her words made him think for a moment before he answered her. Wisp, you were beautiful as a cloud. You were beautiful as a Sergeant Gutsy. And now you're beautiful as a human. I think it's safe to say to me, you're beautiful full stop, he said, feeling a smile tugging at the corners of his lips. Wisp's face broke into a huge warm smile and she laid herself down so she could wrap her arms around his neck and get herself face to face with him. And that right there, my little sugar spider, is exactly why I knew from the very first moment I saw you that you were the man for me. You're the kindest, gentlest, most beautiful person I've ever going to meet on this planet. And at this point I think loving you would be an absolute impossibility for me. You stole my glittery little heart and wrapped it up in a web, and now it's completely yours, she said, making him smile from ear to ear. He gently stroked her face and ran his hands down her back as she leaned forward and kissed him. He relished the smooth firmness of her artificial skin and the heat emanating from her body that was seeping into him. His hands reached her hips and she smiled warmly at him as his eyes came to meet hers. You can touch it, my little sugar spider. You know you want to. I can see it in your eyes. Plus, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to explore every single inch of this beauty right before me. She purred as his hands moved and cupped her rear end, feeling each of her cheeks slotting perfectly into his hands, like she'd been grafted specifically for him. Mmm. Now that's the good stuff, Wisp purred softly, nipping his ear between her teeth making a little bolt of electric lightning down his spine, which made all of his legs flex and wiggle about, which seemed to make Wisp supremely happy. Slowly she began moving down his body, making her rear end slip out of his hands as she began to trail sucking little kisses down his skin. She seemed to be making little bite marks down his body, which seemed to be making little tiny marks in the wake, and he could see little mouth-shaped marks forming, like a little ladder down his chest and stomach where she was leaving them. That's when he felt it. She was rubbing and kissing his abdomen with both of her hands, but she was also rubbing something very warm and wet against his spinnerets, making them slippery and warm. As he glanced down, he realised that they were trapped now between her legs. Hmm, now I wonder where my little sugar spider could be hiding his most beautiful treasure, hmm? I guess I'll just have to go on a little treasure hunt now, won't I? Wisp purred playfully as she laid her chin on his fluffy abdomen and looked up at him. Malachi swallowed hard and his heart began to pound hard in his chest. He began to worry what she would think when she truly saw him. Would she like it? Would she be excited? Or would she be scared and freak out? 
Wisp seemed to notice the concern in him, as given how expressive his large eyes were, a face instantly mirrored his concern. What's wrong, my little sugar legs? she asked. Well, I, uh, um, uh, we're so different, Wisp. I, I, I'm worried that you just won't like what you see, he said truthfully, feeling ashamed even as the words left his lips. Wisp moved right back up his body again until she was right above him, with a hand planted either side of his head, making him press back into the bed in surprise at the sudden aggressive move. Now you listen to me. You are beautiful. You're the most beautiful male that exists on this godforsaken world. So don't you dare worry that I will not love what you have between those gorgeous legs of yours. Because I already love it. It's part of you, and I love you. So now I'm going to go back to hunting this wonderful little treasure, and you are going to stop worrying that I'm not going to like what I see. Because trust me when I say, when I find this succulent little treasure of yours, and I am going to find it, I'm going to absolutely love the living shit out of it. Just you wait and see. Now lay that fluffy butt of yours back down and let me work. Or I'm going to find a whole new use for that silk of yours and I'm going to show you exactly how much I adore every inch of you. You're just not going to get to join in, she said in a very loud but also very proud voice. Malachi felt like there was a storm brewing in his head and in his heart. Never in his life had anyone stood up to his own self-conscious doubt before with such power and venom. But it also made him wonder what exactly she meant when she had a new use of his silk. Now his penile pouch was starting to pretty well hidden. It was located in a spot just beneath his spinnerets. It was pretty hard to see, as that area of his body was kind of furry. But this didn't stop Wisp. True to her word, Wisp searched every single inch of his abdomen, planting kisses on his hidden skin, which rather to his surprise was kind of sensitive and she kept finding little sensitive spots which made his legs twitch and kick at the ceiling. This only prompted her to attack those spots with even more kisses and little licks from her impossibly soft tongue. This caused his manhood to involuntarily begin to emerge from its pouch, and Wisp gave a cry of triumph which nearly made him jump out of his skin and made all of his fur fluff up. Aha! There it is! I've got my beautiful prize now! I've got you now! She yelled, and before Malachi could even flinch, she was on it, with her head planted right between his rearmost legs and right above his little spinnerets. Malachi got a bolt of lightning right up his spine and began spasming out. His legs were all kicking all over the place, as he felt someone touching him for the very first time there. Fortunately, when Wisp's hand grabbed him, she was firm, but she was gentle with him. Oh, wow, look at this thing. It's gorgeous, just like its owner, Wisp exclaimed, and Malachi looked down his long body to see that Wisp had managed to tease his entire length out of his pouch. Now, Arachnikai aren't exactly small in any sense of the word, and this was also reflected in the males in that, um, particular department. He was about 13, maybe 14 inches long, and about 3 inches in circumference. It was just like the rest of his skin, pure snow white, but with pinky little slick all over it that was utterly covered in nerve endings. Somehow Wisp had managed to tease the whole thing out of him without seemingly having done anything. Hmm, looks like I won the pretty boy jackpot now, didn't I? She purred, taking his manhood in both of her hands and pulling it against her face. 
and to his sheer surprise and delight, hugging it against her face while smiling up at him. You, you like it? it? It's not too large or odd or anything? He asked and Wisp chuckled and softly and looked up at it and looked up and down the narrow flared tip right down to his wide shaft. Well, I don't think in any stretch of the imagination that I'm going to be able to fit all of this gorgeous thing inside me. I really don't want to break this brand new body of mine. But uh, you better believe I'm going to try my best. And you'd also better believe that I'm going to do my very best to make it feel as good as possible for you, she said with a voice filled with complete determination. Malachi suddenly let out an explosive gasp as Wisp's hands began to rub up and down the long shaft. Hmm, I can feel your heart beating through it. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. It's making me wet just looking at you laying there, all delicious and ready for me, let alone how much you've shown me already of this beautiful secret you've been hiding from me. Wisp purred softly. Please let me touch you as well. Malachi gasped as his manhood began to sparkle and crackle with electrical pleasure. Wisp locked eyes with him, and with a sly smile cracking her face, as her hands moved up and down in perfect sync next to her head. Then, without breaking the eye contact, she opened her mouth and ran her tongue right the way up his shaft, letting it flick right off the tip. All in good time, my little sugar legs. All in good time. First things first... You are just going to lay there and let me enjoy my prize if I have to tie your hands to the headboard with your own damn silk. She purred before flicking his tip with her tongue again and shorting his brain right out. To his surprise and shock, Wisp began to swirl her tongue all over his pulsing tip, sending burning pleasure throughout his body, making him gasp and stammer. Wisp was keeping her eyes on him as if using his reactions to judge whether she was doing a good job or not. Believe it or not, I learned this little trick from Visa and Seven, and he seemed to love it when she did this for him. So let's see if she was right or not, shall we? She said softly before Malachi could ask what she meant. Wisp blew his mind into tiny little pieces by opening her mouth wide and just swallowing his whole tip and as much of his manhood as she could actually fit inside her mouth. Words and sentences and even coherent thoughts seemed to become a distant pipe dream to Malachi now as no matter how hard he tried, he could just couldn't make words join together in his head. All he could do was let out little whimpers and cries, along with pleasure-filled gasps at the sensation of feeling Wisp's new tongue swirling and slathering over every nerve-exposed inch of his exposed, burning-hot flesh that she'd managed to stuff into her eagerly suckering mouth. The pressure of the sudden suction her mouth was generating was almost as good as the feeling of her tongue licking every bit, bit of it, while also trying to wheedle its way into the little slit at the very tip, making his entire brain short out and sending little colour bursts out in front of every one of his six eyes. Oh, by the great kind man, saviour of all spiders, Malachi exclaimed as his brain managed to finally create a sentence out of the words tossing about in his head in the ocean of pleasure in his skull a sentence thanking the man who had created his race through his selfless act and whose supreme act of kindness had now given him the chance to exist, meet and fall completely in love with this incredible woman before him. Wisp's hands had gotten into the action as well and also now planted on his manhood, 
One was planted just below her sucking mouth, while the other one was right at the base of his shaft. Both were working in counter-movement to her sucking, so as her head came down, her hands came up, and then when her head went up, her hands went down. All of these movements were creating an incredible plethora of sensations and pleasure in Malachi, making his legs kick, wiggle and flex like he was a dying spider in its last throes of life, not a fully grown arachnikai having the time of his life. There just weren't the words to describe the pleasure she was making him feel. It was like having fireworks going off inside his head with a, along with a sparkler jammed into every nerve. It was making nerves sparkle that were in no way connected to close where she was. He could feel her warm saliva coating his entire length, primarily because she kept removing his manhood from her mouth so she could run her tongue from tip to base and then back up the other side before swallowing it again. He was now squirming and squealing. He could feel a massive pressure building up in his abdomen before with a yell of, ex- yell of pure pleasure an explosion of pure pleasure tore right through him like a blast wave. Somehow Wisp seemed to sense that he was about to happen to him because just as he did she jammed as much of his manhood as she could into her mouth and even through his loud cries of pure ecstasy he could actually hear deep swallowing gulps and she was actually swallowing every single drop of the seed that was exploding forth from him. When it was all done Malachi simply clapped flat on his back with his head spinning, feeling like somebody was stuffing it full of fluffed silk threads and lost somewhere floating in the ocean of Fluffy was his brain, though somehow he still managed to feel the sensation of her kisses making their way back up his body until her face appeared right in front of him. And before he even knew what was happening, his hands moved like they had a mind of their own, grabbing her face so he could hold it and then he just kissed her full on the mouth. Hmm, I'll take that as a yes, Wisp. I actually enjoyed every single second of that, and I'd really like to return the favour to you, she said playfully, as they separated and Malachi couldn't help but smile at her. You kidding? I've been wanting to do that the entire time, he said, making her chuckle. Well, you know what they say, good things come to those that wait, just like I waited, And now look at the beautiful good man that my patience rewarded me with, she said, stroking his face. She sat upwards and began to shuffle forwards, letting him get a really good look at her body as she moved, being careful as she unthreaded her legs in between his, before hooking them over the tops of his slender shoulders and threading them back under his back. The view that she gave him was breathtaking, as she found himself looking right up into both her bald womanhood and allowed him to follow the channels of her abdominals right up into the perfect swells of her breasts, which bounced softly with every breath she took, till he spotted her beautiful face peering down on him between them through the valley. She had a huge smile plastered right on her face. Enjoying the view? she asked, and he nodded dumbly. Good. Hopefully you'll enjoy the taste as well. Now, if this gets uncomfortable in any way, you tell me at once. You got that, she said with a surprising amount of fire in her voice. He nodded dumbly again. Good boy. Now, I've never done this before, so I've only got the experience I've got of seeing Visa do this to Seven. So I really have no idea how it really works. So I guess we'll just have to figure this out for ourselves, won't we? She said cheerily. 
and with that she slowly lowered herself down, making Malachi's heart beat harder and faster with every inch that she descended towards him. As she got lower, her lips began to split open as her flesh stretched. He began to lick his lips as his mouth watered in anticipation. Soon it would be her lips he would be licking, and soon enough he was doing just that. Malachi could feel the hot arousal drips dripping right onto his lips as hers got lower and lower, and every single time one landed on his mouth, his tongue would excitedly dart out and collect the honey-sweet drop before it escaped him. And soon enough, her lower lips kissed her first little in a little peck as she made herself comfortable, lifting herself off him as if teasing him by making her womanhood give his mouth a little kiss before properly lining herself up and planting herself carefully down to ensure that she didn't trap his nose under her lips. No sooner did he feel her lips split open and encompass his entire mouth than he opened his mouth, forming a perfect fleshy seal between the two. Even before his tongue darted out of his mouth like a little sweet feminine flesh-seeking missile, he felt shivers passing through her. It took him a moment to realise it was because of his hot breath was escaping him. His nose was washing all over a super-sensitive clit, was sitting tight right top of his top lip, which to him was a true affront that needed immediate addressing. His woman would not miss out on a single moment's pleasure, especially after all the attention she paid to him. So straight away his first action was to quickly dart his long thin tongue out through the gap in the seal at the corner of his mouth and he wheedled it along until it was directly underneath her clit and then like a little fleshy lasso he coiled it around it making her squeal in surprise before attracting it through the seal like a trapdoor spider snatching a tasty morsel that happened to wander too close to its home. Result, one no clit completely inside his mouth utterly coiled in squirming, writhing tongue as it fought to dig it out from under its fleshy, hooded armour to expose all that tasty, sensitive, feminish flesh beneath it. Also, a very half-loud squeal, half-howl of pure feminine pleasure as Wisp's brain caught up with what he'd just done to her. Wisp's hand came down and grabbed the top of his head, sliding straight into his hair and gripping handfuls, gently pricking the top of his scalp, not painfully as she howled in pure pleasure. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, Malachi, what are you doing to me? She screamed, her voice a mixture of pure ecstasy and confusion. It was obvious that she truly had never felt pleasure like this before, or ever, really. So the simple act hit her like a slap. Even though Malachi had no experience whatsoever, and was only going on the memories of things he'd read in some of the erotic romance books he'd secretly loved reading in his alone moments back in the caves. But it obviously seemed to work. He said silent thank yous to the long-dead author of those books, as their sweet erotic words now fueled his actions to give pure place pleasure to his heart's brightest star. As it turned out, Wisp was so unaccustomed to pleasure that she barely lasted for two minutes of his licking before with a spine-arching explosion Wisp had her very first orgasm and oh boy was it an explosive one. She absolutely flooded Malachi's mouth with thick honey-sweet-like liquid that he swallowed down like a hummingbird gulping down nectar from the sweetest flower. Only this flower was made of beautiful feminine flesh. 
wisp very nearly collapsed. But Malachi felt it happening. He quickly flicked two of his legs forward and caught her, allowing her to rest on them while she caught her breath back. And by the cute look of confusion on her face, she had absolutely no idea where these legs had come from. But finally she came to and quickly leapt backwards and actually threw herself at him, snatching his head into her hands and showering his face with kisses, each one being punctuated with words like thank you and God I love you. He wrapped his arms tightly around her and held her against him, and to his sheer surprise she actually began to cry. Wisp, are you okay? Did, did, did I do something wrong? He stammered his head freezing up for a moment. She popped up like that trapdoor spider again, with a horrified look with tears streaming down her face. Oh God, no. No, please don't think that, Malachi. I'm just so happy that I've met you. You've completed me. You're like a fluffy eight-legged angel who flitted his way into my life, swept me off my feet and showered me with not only real love, but just showing me that I'm deserving of it. Because I felt it, and I know it sounds crass and a bit gross, and I'm sorry, but I felt it in every single lick you just made on my womanhood. You utterly reveled in it. I could feel it. And I never in my life imagined somebody would love me the way you do. So thank you, Malachi. Thank you for just being you, and for also being mine, she sobbed softly. Malachi felt himself tearing up as well now at her beautiful words, and he hugged her tightly to him, and the pair of them just sobbed softly together. Then, when it had finally subsided, he handed her a silk handkerchief to dry her eyes, and she looked at him in surprise and confusion. Where the hell did you get that from? she asked, and Malachi just grinned at her. Arachnikai, remember? I wove it while we were cuddling, he said, making her look down at his little spinnerets that just simply waved at her, making her burst out laughing. Oh God, I'm going to make such sweet, beautiful love to you, my beautiful man. So fucking brace yourself, because you're going to get the very best pussy that humanity can make. They made it to infiltrate cities, and now I'm going to use it to make my man feel the way he deserves. So buckle up, my fluffy eight-legged king, and break out the saddle, because I'm riding you all the way to the gates of heaven, she said with a broad, playful grin. Wisp wasted no time wriggling her way back down to his spinnerets, which she stroked to tease his manhood back out of its fleshy burrow, and when she did, she quickly began to guide every single inch of it out, until it was full of blood and throbbing in her hands. Then she stood up and positioned herself right over it, Brace yourself, sugar spider, because here we go, she purred, and with that she slowly began to push every single inch that she could manage into herself. Malachi's breath was utterly stolen from his lungs. She was just so incredibly hot and tight. He could feel the artificial muscles pulling him in and squeezing him tightly from every angle. It was like having his manhood encased in liquid silk that was trying to suck every single inch out of his body and into hers. She could only manage to take about half of his length before he bottomed out inside her, and she leaned forward, planting her hands on the join between his waist and his stomach. Oh God, I had no idea it would feel this good. No wonder Visa makes the noises she does. Holy shit, Malachi, you're fucking perfect, she moaned in a loud voice. Mmm, so are you. Oh, wow, this feels incredible. 
Malachi moaned as he felt her inside squirming and stroking and squeezing his tip and shaft. And when she began to move, the grip of those muscles was so incredible, it felt like she was trying to fucking suck his cock right off his body. Wisp waited no time in beginning to move properly. She would just thrust every inch she could fit into her hot depths. And Malachi swore he actually saw the shape of it working its way along the inside of her beautiful body, making the lower part of her abdomen bulge slightly. The pair of them began to moan and squeal together, and Wisp's thrusts began to grow faster and much more intense. Malachi felt the same pressure building inside him again, and by the look on her face, she was experiencing the same thing, and all of this had only taken the grand total of about 15 minutes. Oh God, Malachi, oh Malachi, make me come for you, she screamed at the top of her voice, and with a screech, Wisp suddenly clamped down on him like a fleshy vice, before yet another explosion tore its way out of him, and utterly flooded her artificial womb with his seed and her her womanhood began to milk him dry. Wisp finally collapsed into his arms, and after a while she managed to lift her head, and was only able to murmur four words before she collapsed and fell into an exhausted sleep. I love you, Malachi. He smiled warmly at her, and slowly closed his legs, wrapping her entire body in love and protection. He made a soft, silent vow to himself right there, As long as he drew breath, this woman would never feel wanting for love ever again. He would show her every single day what she meant to him, no matter what. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, that was chapter 40. So Malachi finally got his girl, and his girl finally got Malachi. I'm glad to see Wisp finally got herself somebody to love. And I do apologise a little bit there about the stammering that uh, would have happened while I was reading that out. It is kind of difficult to read these types of scenes and, uh, you know, given that I'm not exactly a trained voice actor, I do try my best, but it's not going to be perfect. And given where I live and, you know, I don't exactly have a recording studio, I can't put as much enthusiasm or, you know, volume into certain parts of the, uh, you know, the script that I would really like to. Because otherwise I'm probably going to get my door knocked more than once to find out what the hell's going on. So you just have to use your imaginations and hopefully my words do enough for that for you to be able to do just that. So, who will happen next? I mean, where will they go? Will they go and fight Paradise Falls or are they going to go and take on the Amazons? Only one way you're going to find that out. You're going to have to tune in next time. So until next time, this is Ghost Nobody signing off and saying, I'll see you next time. <laughs>